Describe the income, gift, estate, and generation skipping transfer tax consequences of a GRAT. A GRAT is generally considered a grantor trust for income tax. This means the grantor, as owner of the trust, is responsible for all income tax liability during the grant term because trust income can be distributed to the grantor or spouse. And under case law, the result is the same if the grantor retains an annuity and the entire trust principal could be returned to him or her. Since, however, the IRS has been reluctant to rule in advance as to the grant or trust status of a GRAT, it's recommended that the GRAT provide another retained power, such as a contingent reversion or the non-fiduciary power for the grantor to replace trust principal with other principal of equal value. Grantor trust status is important for several reasons. One, no gain or loss should be recognized when property is transferred from the trust to the grantor to satisfy an annuity payment. Second, the grantor should be able to exchange property with the trust without recognizing gain or loss. Third, depreciation deductions for the trust property should benefit the grantor. Fourth, a grantor trust is eligible to hold S corporation stock. And five, finally, a grant may earn taxable income in excess of the required annuity payment in any given year. The excess income is added to principal and thereby enhances the size of the tax-free transfer when the grant ends. This transfer is even better if the grantor pays the trust's tax liability as these tax payments remove even more from the grantor's estate. For gift tax, creating a grant is a future interest gift of the remainder interest and therefore it doesn't qualify for the annual exclusion. As with the QPERT, the grantor's basic exclusion slash credit amount is available to shelter some or all of the remainder interest gift. As previously mentioned, a grad can potentially be a valuable estate planning device if the property growth exceeds the Section 7520 rate, assuming the grad qualifies for valuation under the actuarial methods. Under the Section 2702 rules, a non-qualifying grant is treated as if the grantor made a gift of the entire amount of trust principal. The estate tax treatment of a grant is somewhat uncertain. If the grantor survives the term, the trust principal escapes being taxed in the grantor's estate. But if the grantor dies during the grant term, there are several theories for inclusion. And some theories are, first, if the grantor retains a contingent reversion to manage the premature death problem, the entire principal is included since it reverts to the grantor's estate. Second, it could be argued that the retained annuity interest constitutes a Section 2036 retained life estate. The GRAT is usually an inefficient vehicle for generation skipping transfer tax due to the 
estate tax inclusion period, or ETIP rules. Under these rules, the grantor can't allocate his or her generation skipping tax exemption to the trust until the trust would no longer be includable in his or her estate or his or her spouse's estate if either of them died. This means the GSTT exemption couldn't be applied upfront to a grat since the estate tax inclusion won't be certain until the grantor survives the term. The end result of the ETIP rules is that the GSTT exemption would have to be applied against the full appreciated value of the remaining trust principal rather than against the discounted remainder interest gift when the grad is created. 